Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your co-hosts, Luke Lore, the insipid ghost and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass. And I am joined by my brothers. First of all, we introduce Mr. Ainsley Bowden, uh, the man with all the plans at Season Gaming. I don't know. Yeah. He's the man from Season Gaming. The He's man the without a mic. No mic today. <laughs> no mic. And I'm not oh. one to talk, by the way, after last episode. So I'm just glad Ains here and we can see him. Yeah, this is a mess. This is a mess. Uh, new desk, new computer, new setup, new monitors, everything. And uh, I'm not ready for this yet. Um, I'm using my Xbox headset. Nothing's working. The camera's too far away. Uh, we're just going to roll with it, you know? We're what are you going to do? It. We're rolling with it. You look great. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad that we uh, things aren't freezing at the moment. Knock on all the wood. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. It's going to do it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Nah, there's it's no going to happen. happen. There's no way. Okay. There's no way. We also have to welcome my other brother, my partner in crime, Mr. Joseph Moran, host of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. Welcome, good sir. Is it scary that I'm the stable one? <laughs> the short answer is yes yeah i mean like the only thing that's uh, i'm missing is someone who shall remain nameless uh bumped my my right light off the desk and broke it and so like now i just got to replace that that's the least of my problems so like half of my face is your mother told me she was sorry she said she'd get you a new one just (laughs) relax you guys got to stop roughhousing in this room. I don't know what you're doing in there, YouTube. But... <laughs> yeah, like, why are you in his room? That's the problem. Yeah. Everything else is fun. fine. That's part of the fun. <laughs> I think you answered your own question. <laughs> it's true. It's not yeah. that he, do- he, he It's It's because he doesn't have to. Now I'm right. doing I'm doing fantastic, man. We had a, a good week on the trophy room where I... I hosted with a huge migraine because I have... I had... And maybe even still lingering some PlayStation VR fatigue. Mm, I I remember you talking about this. Yeah, where I was turning on and off the VR headset too much or taking Mm -hmm. it off my noggin to go Mm -hmm. look at collectible guides. Mm -hmm. So my brain was just like, Joe, you're 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 entering me in and out of Oasis way too much. I my your brain can't register this. Mm -hmm. This is what trophy hunting will do to you. Yeah. I'm going to persevere through it, though. I got four more levels to do this. I'm going to get that plat. He'll do that, and Ains will, will get his thumbs cramped trying to get to Onyx in Halo Infinite uh, ranked. Exactly. Onyx. Like, Onyx is but a dream. We, yeah. all, we, all make, we all make sacrifices, I guess. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I guess. But I, I, I hosted with the great Captain Logan, which um, you know filled in for Kyle as he is suffering the stomach bug. It's something's mm-hmm. happening around here. Everybody's oh, stomach bug. bug. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's no gross. Doubt. Stay away from me, everyone. Um, but yeah, so you know, Logan was great. I don't know how I was. <laughs> in all honesty, everything else was a was was just a daze. You know. Since we're mentioning good vibes, and I love doing that at the top of shows, uh, Logan's fantastic. I have thoroughly enjoyed working with him on XEP, um, and it's cool. He's deceptively hilarious Yeah, because he has this like uh, very chill voice that doesn't really go up or down, but the digs <laughs> are just good. It's quite yeah. funny. It's good. I yeah. enjoy him. I, I, I wish he said anything positive about you, but like... <laughs> yeah, I doubt he had much to say. That was nice, you know? How could he? When the... Uh... You know, when the, the main game you play is Sea of Thieves, you need a good sense of humor. You know what I mean? True. See, that's True. just disrespectful. Season 9 launched today. I got a screenshot. <laughs> right. Actually, no, I'm going to make that tweet while we're talking today. Oh, boy. Uh, I Here we go. So He's already got us off track, Joe. 
Yep. Did take what do, I, do we have a track to be on? Of course not. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, what do you got here? Um, I'm curious though. I'm thinking about Joe's problem with with uh, VR, and I want to go back to that before we talk about okay. CTs or anything else. Um, really, and truly, that has to be something they're going to build into the UI eventually. Like the idea to, to like Ready Player One. Like, all right, you kicked your game to the side. You bring up YouTube, and you have to, yes. you never have to take the headset off. That's got to be in the work, I would think. Yeah, that's definitely in the work somewhere. Um, I, I'm surprised, honestly it's it's not there now but yeah they definitely need a feature at least like a second screen experience uh where you don't take that headset off uh probably like pc vr you know there Mm -hmm. has to be something somewhere for that but i am surprised it's it's not there yet uh it's it's honestly the first time i've gotten sick from vr uh akin to like some Mm -hmm. bad games so yeah it's 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 been one but again i'm persevering i want to get the platinum in horizon and then i'm going to be going through before your eyes on vr because i hear nothing but good things Mm. and then i i do have a code for dark pictures switchback vr which i want to i played a level or two of that nice um and so far like my immediate impressions is it's it's more uh what is it rush uh rush of blood or whatever uh, their their first VR title. Mm-hmm. It's more of it, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So I'm 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 still in Oasis for the foreseeable couple of hours because I'm downloading Diablo Four right now. Yeah. Um. On VR, yeah. do you have uh, do you have Demio? What's that? I'm sorry. Do you have Demio? Oh, Demio. Yes, and we also interviewed the devs on the Trophy Room two weeks ago. Fantastic. I I been waiting to play it i've only done like the tutorial and the basic stuff but i want to play it with some friends sometime but i hear you need like three hours to properly do it so yeah you need three or four hours to for a session at demio but it's so much fun so literally all, all we need is like you and two other people and we we can we can have a whole lot of fun there it's yeah. demio is legitimately great and it doesn't even necessarily have to be in vr because there's a flat version that you can play so and it's cross play literally with everything yeah so yeah, yeah. Demio okay, is cool. a great time. So I sounded like an idiot because I said Demio. Yeah. I was calling it Demio, but then when you play the game and you go into the tutorial, tutorial it says De- uh, Demio or De- Demio. Yeah. Well, so I don't know what the hell I'm, it's I'm called. Americanizing it because uh, I know they're like Swedish <laughs> or whatnot. Um, it's Demio now. That reminds okay, me. Demio. Small anecdote. Quick aside, my wife and I tried this new neighborhood joint pizza place. Like it's a neighborhood thing. Demino's. Mm-hmm. You guys heard of them? Nope. Yeah. Do you mean Domino's? No. <laughs> I do mean Domino's. He gets the joke. There we are, everybody. Oh, yeah. I didn't get the joke. Yeah, yeah no, that was wow. a bad joke. Right. And I that that level of wit we're dealing with here is something. Wow, we. I don't think, I don't that, think I we're ready for what's joke. in store. I enjoyed today. that one. Domino's. It comes from King of Queens. That's a King of Queens reference. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. I I can, oh, I can handle a King of Queens reference. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, oh, wow. that's, that's a good old school. <laughs> um, do you guys remember? Um, Joe, I don't know if you're too young to remember this, but like, do you remember back before like the internet and like we had no idea what to call games? Is this wise? Is it is it ease? I was talking to Kevin Ainsworth today, like, oh, the, you know yeah. the like uh-huh. add a layer boost mobile from a director, and like you just go into GameStop <laughs> or your local Gamers yeah. Edge or whatever store you had, and you would just attempt to pronounce names. Um, and yeah. I swear that's where Mario Mario came from too, oh, yeah. right? I always, you know? it always like, I'm always like amazed how 
even before the connect, like the internet, we were so like connected where everybody was just like, oh, you're having a po- problem with a cartridge? Blow into it. Like, like yeah. things like that still carried <laughs> through. Like that was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, yeah, just blow into it. Yeah. Y- mm-hmm. You shouldn't have. No, Nintendo's literally telling you not to. We're like, yeah, it works. Yeah, whatever. And then in 20 <laughs> years from like now, we'll works. be tasting these things. <laughs> oh, God. I made my wife... Uh... Like, like I filmed a reaction to like when they did the switch cartridge coding thing. Uh, that was a whole, that was a meme right there. Oh boy. Did you guys There's call, uh, I want to do, but I can't, I know I, I tried to avoid the wording. As soon as I started down that road, I was like, Oh, yep. no, um, I saw it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think we all did. And I was like, goose. Uh, did you guys, so did she, uh, did you guys call him Ryu or Ryu? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I called him Ryu. Yeah. Ryu. Always Ryu. Ryu as well. Yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. hate but it, it's Ryu. Like I, I I'm offended by it. I, I, I didn't think it's Ryu. I thought it's Ru. Really? I thought the proper pronunciation was Ru. Hmm. No, it's Ryu. Well, really? I think it's Ryu. I'm are you messing with me right now? <laughs> no, are you messing with me? I'm really Is this not. Domino no, I, too? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I swear that uh it's like um oh shit, you just brought one up a second ago. Uh another character that I forgot. Um He's... but no, I I've heard yeah, East. It's 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 East, not Ease. Some people say Ease. It's East. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an R and D sound together. What? Tony, what? that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Ryu. It's okay. Ryu. I'm okay, pretty sure Ryu. it's Ryu. That's how it's said by yeah. the announcer in Smash. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. There you go. But Take I that. I still want it to be Ryu because I thought I think Ryu sounds cooler. It does. But like, you know. I don't want to be yeah. culturally insensitive either. See, you know? this is why this is why I use Ken. You know, it's easy. <laughs> oh. yeah, white guy, he's using the white guy, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You guys use Blanca. Blanca, dude, Blanca was my is, is my boy, right? The the Toad dude. Uh, what? Not a toad. <laughs> not a toad. Why would you call him a Toad? <laughs> he's green. He's green, and he hops around. <laughs> he's not reptilian at all, or amphibian, well, I should say. Well, he's got. Uh, yeah, he's green. You were, he's green and furry. You were he's after with me. He's uh, there's no there's no semblance of a toad to do with Blanca. He, I, I remember on the GBA, he jumped a lot, so it was just like I always thought he was like you know. Mm-mm. No, no, he's like a monster. He's like a furry sort. monster. Yeah, he's an experiment <laughs> gone wrong. Um, yeah. like a super soldier experiment gone wrong. I, by the way, uh, sorry. Shout ahead. out to Level One Gaming in the chat. He says it's his first time coming by. Yo, oh, I love level God. one, dude. Level one's great. Their shows up, are great. David, Baron, all them. I love those guys. They're awesome. They're <clears> awesome. <throat> um, so I, I remember when Street Fighter was when I was big into Street Fighter, this is Street Fighter 4, which makes me all the more excited for six now that it's multi-platform again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would the closest I ever came to watching anime was watching the Street Fighter show, like the show from right. The one where they would sneak Akuma into the background of the different scenes. I <laughs> love that. That was like my favorite. I loved that show. Really? Um, and then I started going down a rabbit hole of like watching the animated movies and stuff. Like I was into Street Fighter for a while. I missed my fight stick, but in the dark times that was sold to, to make ends meet. Teaching was tough, guys. Um, <laughs> lost my gears collection and everything. But yeah, I straight up, I, I loved Street Fighter and... You got just talking about this is making me want to go back and play more, which is dope. I think we have, I think there's a pretty big group that we have internally, like, you know, with the groups we talk to that are going to be playing Street Fighter 6, man. It should be fun. 
Nice. How many people are going to be fighting for Cammy? You think? She's mine. I don't know what the fight's about. Oh, oh. look at that! Oh. I like that white <laughs> man claiming ownership of a woman. That you don't see that every day. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> um, no, the closest thing I got to to getting into anime was Dragon Ball Z, and like Budokai uh, Tenkaichi, I think was like the last one. That was mm-hmm. my like that. If there was any time for me to be a weeb, it was there. Mm-hmm. It was at that moment. But yeah. alas, Dragon Ball Z ended, and then everybody said, "Don't watch GT," and I never did. And here I am. Yeah, better for it to be honest. Well, uh, they're in Fortnite. Gummy, gummy. Six minutes yeah, later, everybody's yelling <laughs> Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luke, what are we talking tonight uh, about, man? I want to know. Uh, we're, tonight we're. Riffing, I literally man. have we're no just, idea. Well, Honestly, so uh, it, it's pretty clear that Luke visited Redfall, so I figured we could start there. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I heard you're a character in Redfall. Yeah, how, how like do you feel about your people being attacked in such a way, and do you yeah. plan to defend yourselves? I went to the doctor today. The eye's <laughs> going to get worse before it gets better. They both are. It's going to be rough, and I got to go to an optometrist. I've never been to an eye doctor in my life. My vision was fine, but then this morning started getting blurry. Not Uh-oh. a good sign. That's right. Is it hep? It is not hep. It is not hep. It is not. Um, I don't know what it is, but this is a real thing. They did say, hey, if you, when you take this pill, because you've taken it like some sort of antibiotic or whatever, they're like, don't lay down because it could close your esophagus. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? So in short. I didn't get invited to the Red Fall event, but I might be going there anyway. Right. You know, when you look down, Luke, you look like a Bond villain's cousin. Thank you. Thank you. Not quite threatening, but you'll get there eventually. <laughs> He's going to show up one night with a cat on his lap. We're going to be like, what the fuck is going on around here? Yes, uh, oh, oh, my God. But That's did great. you guys see see the trailer for Red Fall? I did. The yeah, new one? Good. I've not watched the new one yet. I've kind of—I didn't go media dark on it, but I've been staying away. Yeah. Is it worth watching? Like, will I lose yes. my? Yeah, it's worth watching. No, it's worth watching. Yeah, it's good. Okay, it shows uh shows a couple things. Shows it's a story trailer, but it shows that there's going to be kind of like boss vampires, like mm-hmm. you know, your uncle, your aunt, your dad, your mom, whatever. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then it shows uh, it shows a lot of new kind of cool looking combat scenarios and skills, which I think mm-hmm. was kind of needed to flesh out our expectations of what the gameplay is going to be like. So I was already excited because I just have distinct trust in Arcane. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But this this definitely added to that excitement for sure. Yeah, this I'm is so this is my excited. Starfield because like everybody's excited for Starfield. I'm not. This is it. Like I'm. I think for the games that I'm most excited for that have like, I think the games I'm most excited for are Diablo four and then Redfall, very <laughs> shortly afterwards, like those two games. And then like Jedi, uh, Jedi survivor are my three most anticipated right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I, Redfall I, over Jedi. Uh, I bet you see. I think Joe's Joe's going into. I, he's going to like the game of Redfall better, but yes. Jedi is Jedi, and exactly. that's what's going to get him. Okay. Yeah, because Star Wars already has such a bias with me. So it's, like, yeah, that's I'm why I was curious. Take the bias out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for Redfall in a way. I've I, I've never really played an arcane game. Like I've always started them and never finished them. Like I never got into them ever. Um, 
and it just never clicked with me, right? Uh, but everything I've seen has got me stoked for this one. Like I ordered the bite back physical edition because I'm gonna play nice. on Game Pass and stuff. Like I ordered that. Um, I'm really stoked for this one. And finding out that it has lore, which is cool. Finding mm-hmm. out that there are boss vampires and such to me opens it up a bit. And I'm really, really glad Suicide Squad got delayed for a lot of reasons. But well, it's not official have... yet. It's not official yet. Really? I thought Skill Up said it was. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Okay. So no, no, yeah. I really, really hope it got gets delayed because Resident Evil 4, Redfall, uh, Jedi Fallen, Jedi Survivor, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo onto Xbox with improvements and stuff. Um, those are a lot of games that I want to play. And yeah. I don't need one more, especially one more like multiplayer necessary game. Because Redfall, you can do both. But, like, let's be honest. We're going to want to play that with our buddies. That's like Sea yeah. of Thieves. Like, you can play it solo, but really it's meant to be with, with people. Yeah. So I'm I'm stoked for that one. And, like, I've been in for a while since I saw the gunplay. When I saw the gunplay, I was in. Okay. That's Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm similar. A lot of – some people were a bit turned off. But, you know, I'm kind of like with Ains. I'm like, I know they're, they're – pre- they're pre- ah arcane's pedigree mm-hmm. um i loved uh loved dishonored too though i i admit i do need to beat that game so i think i may be gonna restart that mm-hmm. um you know so like they're they're a great studio so i have no faith that like or sorry i have all the faith that what we're gonna play is great and the level design is the thing i'm the most excited yeah. for uh because how they're gonna tackle a multiplayer open world space uh and like the trailer how it kind of flips literally like mm-hmm. the world upside down i'm like is that is that alluding to something grander like the like like an upside down type of scenario mm-hmm. um i don't know it just gets me excited so to me redfall is honestly yeah it, it's up there it's it's one of my most anticipated games this year and look guys you know people say i have a bias against xbox I, i'm i'm most of my favorite games that are most anticipated games xbox games yeah. Can I, one of the things that annoys me about content creation, and Joe, you host a PlayStation show. I host an yeah. Xbox show. Ains Bitcast is is fairly diverse, but I'd say you skew slightly Xbox in terms of your personal preference. But like, we play so many games together, and I have never ca- once cared which box you were on. Like, you were just telling me you were playing Hi Fi Rush the other day. I'm playing that right now too. Really enjoying that game. Sea yeah. of Thieves, loving that. Fortnite, loving that. Halo, loving that. Like, there's so much to play. And if your box bias keeps you from playing something great, what a lame. Awesome. Just, it just, like, there's so much to miss out on. Imagine yeah. not get not, imagine not playing Hi-Fi Rush on principle. Be like, no, because it's an Xbox game. Like, that's a really cool game. It's it is. Really cool. Um, <laughs> and I'm terrible at it, but, like, I I love the aesthetic. Like I love mm-hmm. the animation work is just stellar alone. Um, yeah, I yeah, know those people aggravate me. Cause it's just like, you're, you're the reason why everybody looks down on, on gaming. I, I truly mm-hmm. believe that like the console warriors are just that immature. It mm-hmm. feels like, you know, Android versus Apple back in like the early 2010s, where it's just like, you know, like everybody was like pitted against each other. You got a green, you know, text message that type of <laughs> that type of stupid crap mm. um and it's just amped up mm. to 11 now that mm. you know xbox is buying the whole video game industry and destroying playstation single-handedly you know true very true it is weird that we were 
it doesn't feel like that long ago when we were talking about like imagine a day where most games are cross play and we can just all play together wherever you want to play and we're 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 getting there honestly yeah i mean mm-hmm. most third party games are are full cross play diablo's full cross play um what else was i just playing I was just playing something else uh you know play halo on pc and xbox and just mm-hmm. everything is just see at the eve you mentioned i mean anything you can think of really and most third-party stuff now, but that's multiplayer. You can play together. It's just fantastic. It's awesome to see those trends kind of happen. Like because of games like Fortnite, yeah, we have things like crossplay. Because you know, people like PlayStation were pushed to do it. And actually, kind of segues into a question I've been asking um, a lot of folks out there, um, and I, and I want to ask you guys. Uh, because you guys are Xbox fanboys, just a couple of middle-aged dudes just talk about video games, typical <laughs> fanboy nature. Um, but when this deal goes through, the ABK deal, right? Mm-hmm. No. No, no, no. Let's yeah. just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it for a second. Let's just talk about it for a second. Just- There's been real news, Ains. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like they're going around shopping just cloud gaming to everybody right just trying Mm -hmm. to circumvent playstation Mm -hmm. do we feel like you get to a point here do you feel like there will be a deal that gets offered up uh, a a golden egg to playstation going hey we'll give you our cloud games on playstation like we'll give you the halos we'll give you the starfields all it has to do is just put game pass on this box yes not not immediately but that's the end game. Thinking of, you think it's the end game? What about you, Ains? Well, okay. Yeah, I think long term that it makes a lot of sense for uh, Microsoft and Xbox to move to a service strategy. And I know I, by that, I don't mean that they'll only be in service. But um, if you think about cloud and you think about where hardware is going, as much as I love my Series X, and I know as Phil has talked about making consoles, you know, and they're working on the next one already, that's all good and well and nobody hopes they make a console forever more than me i'm an old guy but um the profit margins on what xbox can do because of their services are so high compared to what they are for physical boxes and as technology improves and they take over the world with cloud which they're pretty much doing um you know which will move into the gaming space and they'll leverage their microsoft power uh, it just makes a lot of sense to for Xbox to be a service-based thing. Um, I don't see it happening if it's not truly financially beneficial for Microsoft, like mm-hmm. overwhelmingly so. Um, but there'll be service at one point in time, for sure. Yeah. What about you? Well, something. Uh, what I liked about this week's ABK news, real news, mind you, was that we're watching uh, we're watching Microsoft continue to to strike deals for cloud gaming spaces. It was NVIDIA at one point for in GeForce Now, uh, but then you had Boosteroid, which you don't need to have heard of. You have the other one that, uh, let me put my notes, um, Ubitus that you don't need to have heard of. Uh, Ubitus, GeForce Now, Boosteroid, uh, Nintendo. They're signing these deals uh, in order to essentially gain market parity. And that's good. You want xbox to be more competitive because they've been spots three and four depending on which which your avenues are looking at but as they embrace this cloud technology uh and get their games in more places that means we get to play with more people that right. means more places 
get to have access to games that didn't have it before. It means more people are going to become game developers. That is better for the industry overall. Um, and and I like that. And to me, it's less about a Microsoft versus Sony aspect. I, tie, I like I bore of that argument, but I really appreciate it and look forward to like how many people are going to get their hands on uh, a game. How many are going to play a Sea of Thieves or a Forza or whatever it is and think to themselves, I want to make a game. And then 20 years later, we see them creating the next AR VR experience. Yeah. That's what's cool for me. It doesn't matter that you've never heard of Boosteroid. It's kind of good actually because it means it's taking place it's bringing gaming to a place that you haven't heard of bringing the stuff you like to more places more people to play with um i think that's really 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 cool and uh i, I want more of that for sure i mean it, it it's pushing parity and you want a more competitive uh place because then it's more enticing to sell your games there yeah and it means you gotta you, you gotta fight for it you gotta fight for my dollar more which means you're going to have more games better games better services all that type of stuff um you know i, I think of that the day will happen eventually but i don't think it's it's the golden egg just yet no, that's being offered um because i think <laughs> the pl- the powers that be at playstation uh don't want that at the moment because they like the walled garden approach um and anything that breaches outside of it they are scared of i think um and honestly if i owned a closed off ecosystem i would be thinking the same thing as well i don't want i don't want anybody experiencing my competitor you know theoretically so i while i understand that i do think that idea is kind of fading but also my last question here is now seeing that this deal is seemingly, I mean, like all signs point to yes now. The pendulum swings. Um, after this deal gets passed, what do you think is PlayStation's first move? Now first that move? their first move, you know, now that you know, let's just say ABK is is now Xboxes and all that jazz. What's the first thing Jim Jimbo? Uh, uh, prepares to do or, or thinks about doing moving that chess piece uh you see spider-man 2 that's the first thing that happens you see spider-man 2 yeah you see spider-man 2 maybe you get a look at wolverine or something else that's happening in their first party whatever uh who made last of Zoniac? us last of us factions factions Oh, factions. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, you start seeing what's in their first party slate. One thing that Sony has in the back pocket that, that Microsoft doesn't is we don't know a lot about their future slate. Sure. Uh, we know some immediate future. We know Wolverine, we know Spider-Man factions. We don't know much else, right? We saw Gran Turismo. We saw Horizon. Whereas with Microsoft, you could name probably six, seven games off the top of your head. Easy. Right. So I think you see some of that stuff. Um and that's a good thing like you want that yeah. uh so it doesn't it doesn't bother me i think that's that's a, like i want to see you don't think you see that 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 playstation superman game luke <laughs> i i read that let me first of all let me just address that real quick okay i will play a superman game wherever it is that no sure. console bias is going to keep me from playing with one of my my heroes that i love and two that looked to me more like a miswording yes um, yeah it definitely was that looked like they about to say spider-man they said superman yeah, that's yeah. what it looked like. But yeah. I would go wherever. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Th- I don't. I think PlayStation's already prepared for the deal to go through. 
Um, and by prepared, I mean they move on with their business. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation very is not business. Not yeah, right. like I, I think you know, assuming what we know is true, right? Which is that Activision and Blizzard games will remain on PlayStation. Really, not a whole lot changes for PlayStation. Mm. Um, the only the only difference is your little exclusives, you know, on uh, Call of Duty, which. In the grand scheme of things, if the game's still there, it's not going to make that big of a difference. Sure. Um, they still have a a rather dominant position in many markets worldwide. They're still posting record profits. PlayStation 5 sales are through the roof. Um, we don't know much about PSVR 2 right now, but that's yeah. that's a minor in their grand scheme of things. And they're still driving towards live service and mobile. So I think... I, I would think that as you get into 2024, so next year, which is crazy to be talking about already. That's scary. But as you get, yeah, it's nuts. I was on a meeting earlier today with work, and I was like, well, we probably need to think about that contract in 2025. And I'm like, did I just say 2025? Like, what the <laughs> hell? Um, but um, I, I think they're already been preparing since this deal was announced or before, because they probably knew some had an inkling, you know, they get information i'm sure um about what their live service model is going to be and we've talked before around their drive to work to make 10 to 12 live service titles yeah. including last of us factions and hoping one of those kind of hits it big which if any if any ip has momentum right now is last of us mm-hmm. um but i think that uh they're going to be very well prepared i think that they're gonna double down on the big budget uh cinematic exclusives we know them for while layering in a multiplayer live service model to bring more players into the fold they continue to expand ps plus and they're also investing in mobile which doesn't you know doesn't really impact us i don't think too much but it will globally so playstation's fine i I just i i think we've said it before jim ryan and and the nonsense that he's generally pulling is only nonsense because we're viewing it from a gaming consumer standpoint Mm -hmm. um it's it's business at the end of the day and, I, and playstation's going to be just fine fair enough yeah i think you're right i i think immediately once that deal goes through hey guys we have a playstation showcase <laughs> forget about that bad news let's go see a spider-man 2 uh yeah i think that's PlayStation. Great. yeah that's good you want them to do that if i'm a Absolutely. playstation gamer i'm seeing somebody fight tooth and nail to make sure that i get a good a good experience and yeah. then i want to see what they got because it's like yo i got this box uh it's bigger than my firstborn what am i playing it's on a, it next it's an okay size it's not it's, it's not right. joe like you know i'm not a hater it's okay. things absurdly absurdly big i quite prefer it <laughs> seriously i used to have five kids before it was in my house it killed one of them yeah. oh no <laughs> jesus christ yeah. it just fell over one day shook the house is a mess, a mess. Yeah. sarah done um <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I got, so for me i i kind of th- see the same like like pattern right like playstation yeah you got the, the first party that you know and love your story-based games your uh your your multiplayer games that you're rolling through i also think that we're going to see playstation plus get better and better because it has to like if the first three months are in the indicator they're learning a lot from what has not worked so far like you're getting finally some good <laughs> classic games in there a good catalog of games in playstation plus um and so i i feel like it only then just puts pressure on making their service better and anybody right now that's saying and i just want to note this <clears throat> i've seen some playstation people out there not going to name names because i've muted most of them but they're like 
it's time to admit PlayStation and PlayStation better than Game Pass. It's like, no, still no. <laughs> Relax. It's, not. It's, it's just not. It's no, just it's not. not. Yeah. But it'll get better. Uh, I don't yeah. think it'll be any. any it, I mean, if you look where it is now compared to last year, even it's demonstrably yeah. better. Um, but I think it's the same stuff we always talk about in kind of the echo chamber that is Twitter and some of these gaming shows is that I think people are people who don't really know the details are spelling doom for a PlayStation or that there's some type of writing on the wall. And it's like, that's just not the case. People, yeah. I don't know why it's so prevalent in our echo chamber uh, to, to underestimate PlayStation's power globally. Um, that brand is, is out of control. Um, whether was, you like it or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's just facts. There was an awesome thread and currently my family's comforting my dog. It looks like he had a little bit of a panic attack. Poor, poor guy. But uh, no, he's did getting he see Luke? Yeah, he did. He saw the eyes. Okay. Like, I came <laughs> for him once again. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he is see? 13. He's he let it come there. out. The real <laughs> voice. <laughs> That's how he normally sounds like, folks. Um, oh, yes. gosh. What was I going to say? Oh, there was an awesome uh, Twitter thread by, by a smaller uh, publication. I think their name was like, I forget, but they said something along the lines of like Xbox has always been known for, you know, shaking up the status quo, right? For, for, for being the, the person that disrupts, there you go, mm-hmm. the industry with things like, like Xbox Live and things like Game Pass are mm-hmm. always the thing that, that kind of gives them the edge, right? Or gives mm-hmm. them the boost they need. And Nintendo and PlayStation have always been good at, navigating those disruptions so like when this deal goes through i feel like just by playstation's tenure and history shown they've been good at usually navigating those waters and doing things that are different and maybe even a little bit better when we take a look at playstation plus those free monthly games they're the ones that 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 kick-started it so you know that's what I'm excited by is their quote unquote answer back is really I'm excited of how they navigate these turbulent waters that are going to be going through. They're going to be fine. They're going to be a okay. They're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, as Luke said a little bit ago, it's just, we always say this. I feel like we say it almost every show, just you're best off if you can afford it, of course, no assumptions here, but just play on everything, man. You, know, you stop worrying about platforms. It, it's awesome to just be able to play any game anywhere. Um, and there's no shortage of amazing games on, on all platforms. Absolutely. So it's mm-hmm. nuts. Big time. Long live. Big time. But Long Last live. of Us Factions, man, I, I need to see it. I need to see it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I really hope that uh, I get a multiplayer suite out of a Last of Us IP that is like fun to play and engaging. And uh, they somehow figure out how to nail the live service model out of the gate, which a lot of companies don't do well. Mm-mm. Why? Why do you think it's taking so long? And and I preface my question: They did a good job with Last of Us, uh, despite everyone complaining. Why would we need a remaster of the first one? And you know, second <laughs> one. They've done a good job with that property. That IP has been well managed. Show uh, complementing the game. Game complementing the show. Uh, yep. Do you think factions what is more ready than not, or do you think they held it in order to kind of reignite uh, a hype train later on? Like, what do you think their purpose was? Um, it's Naughty Dog. They get as much time as they need. Um, <clears throat> you know, 
if they wanted to just build off hype, they'd probably release it right after the, you know, the season was done of more news, but they're naughty dog, which means they get special treatment in terms of when they, the, the say that they have over their games. Mm -hmm. So I think PlayStation knows that naughty dog is their premier studio house. And they want to make sure that when this game does come out, that it doesn't have the problems that a lot of games as service games have so i bet a lot of what we have in that game is probably you know um not to say in the polishing phase but we probably got the groundwork for that game uh done i'm betting that they're really really focused on how they make the live service element um worthwhile without you know it being broken on day one that that's my guess at least um so think, and i also think that game's coming out either like sometime beginning 2024 but that's just me i um yeah i got a lot of thoughts on this one and i uh painful discourse says in the chat factions must go pc day one to succeed and i would i, I would personally push that, yeah i would personally push back against that um oh. i, I uh, only because as much as going, obviously, if you go PC and PlayStation for a, a multiplayer game, you're going to assume it's free to play, right? Um, if that's the case, then you 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 fall into the expectation camp that I am infin- intimately familiar with, with Halo and many other live service titles, um, which compounds the complexity of that delivery substantially. Sure. Um, you're developing then for endless skews something that naughty dog has never done um you're developing for a continued live service model that as we well know consumers are ultra critical of how much gets delivered when and for how much which naughty dog has never done um and i just think that even though they've had some success with like uncharted multiplayer which was a lot of fun and last of us the original multiplayer which was a lot of fun um Nothing to that scale, especially when you start to talk about PlayStation and PC simultaneously. That compounds every dev I've talked to, which admittedly isn't a million, but several have said that as soon as you add PC as a layer, combining with the console and live service to deliver simultaneously, um, the issues just go through the roof. Um, We've seen that with countless games. Now, does the... Uh, return on investment of going PC outweigh that? Maybe. Depends how prepared you are internally uh, and how many people you have on this project, how ready you are to support it. Um, I think there's a lot of questions there. So I I don't know. That's a long-winded answer. But I think to Luke's question around what's taking so long, all of the things I just said. Yeah. They want to make this a fully featured Last of Us multiplayer title. And the game mode that we got with last of us one would not be considered that in 2023 right if they released that today standalone they'd be like what the hell is this this isn't this doesn't meet 2023 standards yeah um so they're taking a long time to develop this out but yeah i at this point i don't trust any company to successfully deliver live service the first year um you know, no matter who it is until I see it. I hope it does. I hope it's fantastic, but we'll see. Yeah. You know what's uh, fun? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And, I, and I think that's why, like, you've seen PlayStation go out there and buy a lot of support studios like Nixus um, to probably help prop up 
some of some or, or support studios like Naughty Dog, and that's why, like, even in in uh, with the Last of Us Part Two development, you saw Naughty Dog hire uh, engineers that have familiarity with Nvidia Tech. Oh, big like time! Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're talking Bungie, you're talking uh, was it Nixus? Yeah. Um, they they've they they've been building towards this for a while. Um, so I have to imagine this development has been ongoing and, and painful discourse said, uh, I think they'll let it bake till PC is ready. If they decide to go with it, I agree. I agree. And that could be what's taking so long, right? Is they do want to launch on PC, PS4, PS5 at the same time. And that, like I just said, is a, it's a monumental task. And Herman's been very open about that. Um, I think he had an interview back in October where he's just like, so, you know, uh, for our exclusives for the PlayStation exclusive titles, uh, you can expect, those to be you know day one on playstation probably for like i think he said like the first year or so to be exclusive on console and then be ported over uh in time to pc but for our games of service games those you can expect to be uh day one on playstation and pc because they they understand that they need mass amount of players to enter the literal digital arenas yeah because you're only going to retain a small percentage of them so you you need as many people playing it as possible to try and retain you know a few a single digit percentage yeah that's that's what i wanted to point out uh really as we're having this conversation about live service and factions uh today or let me rephrase that within the last five days Mm -hmm. exo primal beta went up it's a live service Mm -hmm. game Diablo uh, 4 beta went up live service. Let's go. Let's go. Sea of Thieves Season 9 live service just went live. Halo Season 3 went live. Fortnite just launched a new season, went live. Live service, live service, live service, live service, live service. Apex has Friday an event morning. going. Apex mm-hmm. has an event. Didn't know that. Modern Warfare 2 um, had their like two, like two weeks ago. Yeah, had their, well, Season 2 launched and they're, you know, they're adding into their second Battle Royale map. Yep. Mm hmm. So uh, I bring that up because I'm excited for the ones that I listed and I like, I don't really care about apex or modern warfare twos stuff. I play modern warfare two, but like, I don't get excited for the, the yeah, shredder, right? the, the shredder costume. Yeah, not it's so weird. It's so weird, but like, whatever I play Fortnite. So <laughs> like, um, so it's just funny to me that like I'm over here thinking about all these, xbox and sony properties i'm like all right high fire rush and i'm ready for this and ready for that and then i'm like listing out live service games and i'm I'm wondering about the live service game of of of, uh factions and it's just interesting to me what we're looking forward to like what are we hyped for redfall starfield yep Yep. or hype for what's what's another sony one this year is spider-man this year spider-man is this year confirmed Confirmed. I feel like yeah. I heard a confir- confirmation. They, they recently. keep saying it. Yeah, they keep. They said it, it back in December. It's like fall of this year. Like Todd That's Howard put it at Nink 11, yeah. 11, 22. It's gonna happen. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Except um, they're not liars. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many delays did Last of Us go through? <laughs> like Neil Druckmann's never told a single fib. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was like, like it was like hey, two yes. days before the game came out. He's like, you know what, guys, we need another three months. <laughs> he told us that Last of Us Two was good, and quite frankly, oh, that's bullshit. Oh, bullshit. look at you, Ains! Wow, you say Fan- I'm going edgy, bad takes. Being edgy. Uh, wow. Final Fantasy really? 16 is another huge one this year. Uh, with Silken it posted, but um, yeah, I did. I I think that 
this is a question we raised on Bitcast, and we had a long discussion about it. Is there is a there is a wall here, right? There's only so many players. Yeah. There's only so many games that we can all invest our time into. And I feel like everyone I speak to, which I hate that phrase. You guys know how much I hate that phrase. But at some okay. point, there is a, uh, a yeah, anecdotal no anecdotal data saying the people I know play this, so it must be popular. Oh, no, okay. that's simply not true. But it's simple math, right? You can only You only have so many hours in a day to game, and there's only so many games that you can play in those hours. And when there are tens to hundreds of games that really you can invest all of your free time into as much as you want and they're getting new content continuously you cannot play them all you just can't um and it feels like a few of those games have risen to the top which is fortnite call of duty uh rainbow six siege minecraft roblox i think those are like the top five in the world something like that yeah um so i mean those are the ones that attract the biggest uh player base and there's others that are in the top you know 10 20 etc but at some point you get down that list and there's just not enough players to stay active knockout city had a small team developing that game and they had to shut down because they just can't sustain themselves i mean we're gonna i think we're gonna see more and more of that as time goes on oh absolutely well and then you look at backlash for suicide squad backlash for gotham knights backlash for game even diablo people are mad that diablo has a battle pass Really? See, I don't mind a battle pass. I do not mind a battle pass. I mind... Diablo uh, can do whatever the F it wants, all right? Well, except for Diablo 3's launch. Don't do that again. Say, here but, he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't mind it either. But I, I am telling you, like, if you look at, like, Blizzard forums and stuff like that, people are upset that a paid game has a battle pass, for sure. People it's are getting upset about everything, though. Like, well, before true. it was that, it was like, oh, the expansion issue be the game of day one. Um, and it's just not... It's just not realistic anymore. Not, seasons are different from a battle pass, Logan. I'm talking about paid, paid yeah, battle paid, pass, paid battle pass, paid Come cosmetics. On, Come on, be better. Sorry, Luke, I cut you off. <laughs> you guys distracted me with your hostility. Leave my clothes alone. <laughs> um, but no, I was thinking. I was thinking about just. How hey, Joe, can we trade it? Luke for Logan? Oh yeah, definitely. It would be an upgrade. It would be an upgrade. <laughs> would be. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. He's great. He's like he's really smart. Like he was saying things on the trophy room last night. I was like, oh wow, this guy's on another level. You know? Well, uh, I mean, doing that on the trophy room is not saying too much, but that is true. Fair point. Fair point. Yep, I'm agreeing. We're with just those two overweight middle aged guys. What do we know? <laughs> that was the funniest goddamn review I've ever read in my life. Yeah. And I wish, like, I'm taking credit for it. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking. I I roasted him pretty bad. I think I said on the trophy room, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not the sexy little Latino Twinkie you thought I was by my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I let you down there, mate. (laughs) But I I like a good. So, real talk, I maybe I've just become so acclimated, but I like a good battle pass. Like, I'm disappointed with Fortnite's battle pass. I love Halo Season 3's battle pass. Season 3's is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Dude, if that had been season two, the whole narrative of the game would be different. Um, but a good a good battle pass, I think, says a lot about the longevity of a game. Uh, and I'll, I'll give a passive shout out to Sea of Thieves, which has a I don't think it's nearly as uh, visually impressive, despite a lot of unlocks. But like you just play the game and that's the benefit of, of Halo's new uh, XP rewards. You just play the game. If I'm just playing the game and I'm progressing, I am happy when you lock me out and you force me to play a certain way to unlock your battle pass, then I get a little iffy. Then I'm not a happy camper. So 
credit to Fortnite, you have a thousand ways to earn XP. Uh, I didn't have a problem maxing out in Modern Warfare. Uh, but if a battle pass lets me just enjoy the game and then gradually unlock, that's progression. That's the same thing, the same endorphin hit that I got back in the old, old MW2 days where, you know, you get your kills, you get your kill streaks, and you get your cool new uh, nameplate. That's what the nameplates used to be for me. So maybe maybe that's just me. No, I, no I'm the same. I, I, when I hear battle pass, I'm like, okay, great. So, like, as long as it means, like, the DLC is free or whatever that that I'm totally fine with a battle pass. When I saw people freaking out about, um, what is it? Uh, Suicide squad with their battle pass. I'm like, can we just shut up? <laughs> like <laughs> battle pass wasn't the problem. Battle pass wasn't the problem. Like not, not in the slightest. Like, dude, we're going to get more content as time goes by for free. You don't have to buy the battle pass. No one's putting a gun to your head saying, go pay up nine 99. Like, so well, and- Relax. And most of the battle passes, you get that money back if you just play. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. I don't, I, I don't get it. Every don't single get one it. that Whatever. I know of, you do. Uh, maybe not see if these. That doesn't feel right. See if these has other ways that they give you real money. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sh- again, I'm sure Logan will tell me. But uh, I'm reading K Med God Suicide Squad look like Joe's ass. Oh! <laughs> I know it looked fantastic, didn't it? It looks it's fantastic amazing. and well shaped. Cute, cute. <laughs> A cute little thing. Uh, uh, if you meant a dump truck, then yeah, sure. I guess. <laughs> but I think uh, to go back to the, the final point on that is that monetization in battle passes does not offend me. I will get offended if the $70 game doesn't give me the ability to play yeah. and play the way I want to play. And then you're charging me like that. That's a different thing. Like what modern warfare Warzone free to play. Halo has a free to play element um fortnite's free to play like i'm fine monetizing but don't be grotesque with it okay does that make sense yeah i mean there's there's levels of course and uh i think a good question uh rob just asked in the chat shout out to rob can live service games go on for shorter periods of time and still be successful i don't think every live service game needs to last forever eventually the content will run dry and that should be okay i agree yeah fully agree 100 percent agree that's to me quite literally he just just articulated halo infinite for me halo infinite's not going to be the 10-year game that maybe we wanted it to be maybe we really didn't want it to be we just wanted halo to be sustainable for that long but like if i get two to four years out of halo infinite before the next experience that's a good time oh you're gonna get that but do you want yeah i'm sure but but you see (laughs) my point though like Yes, like that's a, the the lifeline the the life cycle of a game doesn't need to be Fortnite in length. Like I'm yeah. kind of done with Gotham Knights now. I enjoyed my time, right? I'm done with a lot of games now. I enjoyed my time with them. I don't need like my. I, I, I agree with but, you. The only thing I was going to say is that just like we've known all kind of multiplayer games, like I can still turn on Halo Five right now and have a good time and go play it, right? If I want to. Um, just leave whatever live service game it is, just leave it up, right? Um, that's there's sometimes kind of third parties have to shut down because the cost of maintaining the infrastructure is too much for them, right? Sure. But I think mm-hmm. for your major major publishers like the Microsofts, the Playstations, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, let, let those games run. You don't have to keep updating them or have live service delivery, but just let the game run on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Last of Us is actually a great example. Like factions is still there for yeah. you to play. Um, and yeah. there's still a lively community there as well. So, you know, but PlayStation, maybe not the best steward in that regard, since what is it? They are closing down their storefronts of PS3 and Vita. 
uh, and and some of the their live service games on PS3. So like, yeah, these games won't last forever. But I I, I do believe if you're PlayStation, Microsoft, Nintendo, you can fit the bill. Yep. Yeah. Also, shout out to Shubles and Bits in the chat saying, "Hey guys, just another middle aged uh, man checking in. What's up, Shubles? <laughs> What's <Club>? up? <laughs> hey man, at this point in time, I'm hanging on the middle aged man. That's right. That's right. He's old as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, I have a question for you. It's a small question. Um, MLB The Show 23 comes out at the end of March. Are people excited about that? I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking. It's one of those games that kind of has its audience every year, and that's its audience. Yeah. We hear so much, or we we did hear so much about uh, the PlayStation game on on Game Pass. We're not having heard a wink. Not a not a bit. Because in the grand scope of things, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So you know, amidst all the ABKs, this going, that going, that kind of thing, not a single mention. And that's why I was curious. Yeah. Uh, uh, big, 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 big shout out to Craig Meyer, OG checking in. Craig is a good friend of mine who I've known for gotta be going on fifteen years now, and I have oh, never I'm met sorry, him in real Craig. life. I'm so Craig, sorry, you don't Craig. want to. You gotta be better. It's not your fault, buddy. You know, you deserve yeah. better. I think is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, uh, there's no disagreement coming from this side of the house at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's rough. All right. Hey, Kevin said I give my left testicle to end this vacation. Oh, I, who said that? Kev. Um, okay, man. Yeah, I agree. And I, you know what, I was. I don't know about you guys. Like, we all make our content for fun, right, on the side, and obviously we want to grow and everything, but it's not our career. Um, if I had to write about ABK every day right now, articles, tweets, sheerly for clicks and engagement, mm-hmm. I'd literally be looking for another job. Yeah, it, it is exhausting, and to think about having to do that every day, I'd be like, "No, I'm done with this. This isn't for me. Yeah. This is ridiculous." Uh, and it got me thinking. Actually, uh, I was thinking about it today. I'm like. Yeah, my heart goes out to all those people that got to write the same every day. three paragraphs every single day. But like, when that well dries out in like two months from now, mm-hmm. ooh wee, that's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Like, <laughs> like, what are you gonna cling on to now? You know, I, how do you keep that mob still angry? I guess is is the real There's question. A, well, something that I've not been able to underestimate is the ability for the gaming community to find something to be mad about. I mean, what was it a month ago? I'm gonna choose my I'm choosing my words, but again, correct me. But like there were those that were mad about the term JRPG because okay. a gentleman was offended. Luke, and that sucks that he was offended. Luke, remember your middle-aged white dude. You're right. carefully here. You're right. I'm trying carefully. Continue. Um let me tell you about January 6th. No, so, oh, it was peaceful. We knew right it, here. Joe. We knew it the whole time. <laughs> you invited me. I rode with you. <laughs> I was in the backseat of your truck. Yeah. Um, um, but but when the, the gaming community finds things to be upset about, and I don't yeah. think it's actually the masses. I think it's the loudest. And as I have watched my Twitter algorithm change, uh, thanks, Elon. Appreciate that. It's been fun. Um, (laughs) As I've watched the algorithm change, I'm I'm getting less exposure. And as a result, I'm engaging more with people that are interested. And I'm seeing less toxicity. So Mm. thanks for that part of Elon, I guess. (laughs) 
I just Dude, the algorithm's pretty nuts for me because in the span of this week, um, the things that I've been getting have been wild. It went from NFT bros oh to stock market advice uh, to the war in Ukraine, now to thirst spots. And now I'm starting to go back to NFT bros that I'm I'm regularly seeing. I really wish it was more than thirst traps. <laughs> if we were still there, I think I'd be in a happier place. I uh yeah, I turned it on earlier this morning. Turned it on. I got on Twitter earlier this morning, and I it, the first thing that popped up was an interview on Newsmax, and I'm like, what the <laughs> f is this? And as you know, the for you tab. I'm like, how. This has never been further for me than anything in the history. Like, I don't understand yeah. what is happening on this nonsense. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It, it it does. I'm well. I'm curious because I'm seeing anecdotally, Ains, a mm-hmm. change in the gaming community's conversation approach, like how they're discussing things. Okay. Uh, and I'm curious if it has a greater impact. If Twitter has a greater impact on the gaming community as a whole, because we're content creators and and. I built my listenership via Twitter, but I don't know what else you'd say. Like, you know, what no, I mean? like, I where, you, where right, you interact yeah. directly with them. Um, but in the last like month and a half, Discord, and I yeah. hated Discord. And Discord's horrible. I now love it. I use it, but it's horrible. I am now just thoroughly enjoying because I'm interacting with people that that care to talk to me, and that I care to talk to. Sure, uh, we're talking about stuff that's not cruel we can curate the community a lot easier and it's changing where i'm going for my gaming conversation including uh including like games that i cover you you know i do interviews obviously um and so as a result what? i'm in their discord i was talking for the listeners really like like i'm in the discords for the games that i'm doing interviews on watching them react or discuss things and that has been a that has been what to me now what twitter twitter used to be I used to search the the game on Twitter and read about it. Now I'm just going in their Discord, watching them discuss. And if it's a big interview, I'm watching them react to it, which is fun. If it's not, then I'm still just watching them consume their game and talk about their game, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, Well, I think with the problem with, I mean, like games and and Twitter being the main platform or how we – you know the discord or uh, discourse around twitter you're right luke it's not the the you know it's not the most uh, or, or like the general audience usually does not care mm-hmm. um it's the loudest folks and i think the problem is not the we're it's a very it's a very interesting problem because the reason why Twitter is is so big or reason why one of the many reasons why like the general media sucks today is because journalists go on Twitter and they get triggered by other journalists that are uh, maybe on the opposing view of them. And then they see their audience and then they generalize, well, this must mean X amount of people actually believe, you know, Tucker Carlson or whoever it is, right? And then they go on their show and they make a big deal about what Tucker said on his bow tie listening show. And then it just goes back and forth. And that's what we see here in gaming, where it's like, hey, this one person said something. So this, you know, you could say influencer, but media personality uh, mm-hmm. tacks onto that idea or that thread. And then it just starts daisy chaining, where then you only get two 
different viewpoints. One of them being, hey, you know, let's stop using the term JRPG or the other one of like, you guys are just being too sensitive. This person doesn't understand what they're talking about. And it's a good way of, you know, reference point to things, right? Mm-hmm. And then you don't get the actual nuance between what that term actually means because we just get lost in the, for lack of better words, sauce of it all. Mm-hmm. So it, it really is. We're letting the loudest voices um, have the conversations uh, because there's a lot of voices and the algorithm uh, rewards people with the larger followings. So that's really what's what's happening. The general audience does not give a shit what you call or gen- generalize a game as. Uh, it's literally a handful of people. And that's what's kind of, that's what's making the discourse so, I guess, toxic at the moment mm-hmm. especially yeah, no, when, and... yeah i'm sorry it's no 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 go ahead finish your thought no and especially when we're dealing with things that have so much nuance so like you talk about you know yeah the term jrpg and there was actually a really good thread of like this is what they're really meaning and it was like an old g4 interview where like yeah they were using like stereotypical like japanese accents and stuff yeah to describe they're the problem that. not the it's... term jrpg like exactly. the people those people are the problem but we can't have those nuanced conversations because somehow it's not allowed or it's gate kept even when it comes to like hogwarts legacy we're really bad at having nuanced conversations around a popular ip with a toxic uh yeah. or, or deemed toxic element 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 yeah of a much bigger story but yeah we we can't have those things because we've already drawn lines in the sand before we even have the conversation with someone I, I watched uh, my Twitter. Holy followers. shit! I sounded really smart there, guys. You Everybody, great, please you did give good. me a round of applause. <laughs> you did good. You did very you well. Know, I, was I, was just, I was just about to say, "Well said, Joe." I like yeah. don't really have anything to add. Yeah. It. Uh, I, I watched people follow and unfollow during Ezra Miller's antics with for the Flash. Because I'm a DC sure. fan, and during Hogwarts stuff. Yeah. And I felt like it was a really. And you let him borrow a room in Hawaii for some reason. Yeah, that's crazy. Why not? Um, yeah. But he said, "Personal friend, here's a hotel." <laughs> they deserved it. <laughs> but what got me was like people losing and gaining follows strictly on their stance, as if it, or their perceived stance in this one moment, uh, and that was a little bit frustrating. I think to 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 lose people because I want to watch a movie or to because I want to play a game or to watch friends lose or gain something because they're like oh never and it's like that's a really uh, shallow way to live life to be yeah. so definitively locked in on something and not willing to change your mind I think I talked about this uh, on XP recently not yeah. willing to change your mind or be open to changing it is, is difficult and in content creation too much is seems to be based on that yeah you know and yeah. and. I- uh- I'm sorry, go for it, Ains. I t- already talked too much. No, no, I, I was just going to say you might have. So I think you were going to add to Luke's point, so you yeah. should probably go. All I was going to say is this is where, as you were just kind of alluding to a little bit ago, Luke, like, and obviously we talk about this all the time, is curating your community. And if you curate it well, like I reviewed Hogwarts Legacy and we posted that review. It's got quite a few hits on the site. I talked about Hogwarts Legacy a lot. I was tweeting about it all the time, how much I loved it, screenshots. I I think I might have seen one or two negative comments the entire time. And they I didn't even see them until I dug into it because I already had those people muted. Because um, I mute freaking everybody. But I, I think that 
if you are, uh, if you've built a community in a way and you are uh, eloquent enough in the way that you uh, deliver your content and people can get a good idea of who you are as a person, which I think the three of us can say we've done well, right? To pat ourselves on the back a little bit or each other on the back. I think that uh, the people who are your audience know the difference, right? And it's clear like, oh, he's enjoying Hogwarts Legacy because it's a damn good game. Obviously. Ains or us or you know most of our community have don't want anything to do with the negativity towards trans people like someone like jk rowling right obviously uh so you can separate the two but i think to your guys's point again the 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 algorithm and the loud voice in the echo chamber kind of comes up to this uh point uh where it just escalates the negativity um and i think the more you stay away from that the less you engage with it the more you curate your the proper what I would call a proper audience, the more fun you're going to have. And and it goes back to to the point that I'll build off of here is uh, it's really important to indicate when you've been wrong on something. So like I complained about like hey games media let's keep it real if we're going to have the same energy for Hogwarts let's have the same energy for you know um, Final Fantasy 16 for the lack of you know uh, black folks represented in a fantasy yeah. game and. I was then quickly educated by by a couple of folks going, it's a little bit more complex than what you're stating here. And yes, some sites have done this. I'm like, hurrah to them. And this is the reasons why, you know, we we take umbrage with, with, you know, some of the rhetoric happening. And so it was in those threads where I was trying to discuss the folks of how I felt and how they felt. And what I try to do always is try to find that middle ground. And I did there and I was educated and I understood what people meant when it's just like, it's not about the term JRPG more than, um, than what it represents when people say, Oh, this game is too Japanese. It's like, well, what do you mean by it's too Japanese? Right. Yeah, it's like, two very yeah. different. So it's just times. like, Oh, okay. And then I, I retweeted that post going, Hey guys, Thank you for the education and any posts coming at me afterwards. I just retweet, you know, send them that, that link to the post because, okay, now I understand where you're coming from. And it is a more nuanced uh, thing that uh, discussion that I've recognized. Uh, but yeah. a lot of people are really afraid um, to admit when they're wrong to something or e- even, even yeah. try to be open-minded to things. It's, it's pretty nuts, but you're right. Like you right. build these parasocial relationships with people online and you think that, Oh, they know me because they know what I'm about. <laughs> right. Like, uh, and it, it's funny how, how much crap I've gotten and I'm followed by people that I legitimately thought were my buddies, uh, because I, I didn't care about, you know, a lot of the, the controversies surrounding things like Hogwarts or, or final fantasy 16. And, that wasn't you know somehow that was such a you know i guess a line in the sand that i crossed that they were just like no more it's like oh really after everything i've done okay uh and 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 you have to at the end of the day be okay with that that you're gonna you know step on some toes unfortunately first of all joe you're on it tonight and yeah. I'm loving it. I really yeah. like intellectual Joe. Big fan. Oh, I should take <laughs> more Adderall, I think. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> the drugs are working. Keep it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bottle from a guy in a corner. Pro drug. Pro drug, Luke. Um, yeah. One of the things that I've been learning uh, since <laughs> since XEP specifically. Uh, legal. Legal ones. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
One of the things that I really have been learning is that you get from a doctor. <laughs> they all get it, guys. You're ruining my joke. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm helping you here, bud. More than oh, you know. Oh, saving my job. Thanks. Yeah. That makes me. That makes, oh, 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 yeah, legal. Um, so one of the things that I've been learning, especially since, since XEP is as I talk to developers from around the world, their view on a lot of these things differs greatly, uh, based on where they're from, what's going on around them. I've, I've interviewed Ukrainian devs, uh, during wartime, which sounds like I was there. I wasn't just to be clear. Um, but I mean, like I've interviewed people that, that, were born in Russia, grew up in the United States, are now living in Sweden. Interviewed people who uh, I have one with a developer down in Chile uh, coming up soon. And each of them has a worldview that is different and molded by their cultural values. But also, and this is the, my favorite part, their language. Mm. And the language that they grew up speaking carries different weight when they learn to speak English because that's what I speak, right? Yeah. Like that's the only thing that I can speak is English. Um, and so when they come on an interview with me, words carry different meaning. And I have found that I have to be particular. Uh, and I have found that they sometimes stumble for fear of, of reciprocity or they have fear of, uh, of misspeaking. And they will actually email after the fact, hey, this is what I was trying to say. Did Is that what I said? You know, or, hey, I don't think I got this point across. And so while we were talking about like being offended from grand terms, in some other cases, it's a matter of just wanting to be able to communicate effectively with no intention of harm or foul. And we've seen some developers step in it. Yeah. We've seen others double down after they do because they don't want to admit they're wrong here and there. And that's always a bummer, too. But um, I if I could fly like, OK, so I'm very excited I'm going to E3 this year. Mm -hmm. um, that is, I'm, I'm so excited to be going. I really hope Xbox does something, and I'd love to go to that too. But um, if I could really go anywhere, it'd be GDC and fly on the wall, a GDC conversation, and listen to how developers talk to each other. Yeah. Um, Remy Ismael was on my show long ago, and he talked a lot about being from an Eastern... Um, oh my gosh, I'm losing my words. Uh, Middle Eastern country. And trying to speak to somebody from South America, from Central America, and uh, Europe, all trying to create a game together. Difficulties mm. with that. And language plays such a part in how we communicate, both on socials and on, on shows. But then imagine being in a development room when you're yeah. trying not to step on cultural toes and you still want to make a game. Yep. Right? And then the term Japanese could be very offensive if you're trying to make a JRPG but you're from a different area or the world that maybe had different relations with, with Japanese culture or whatnot. And so I think that's fascinating to me as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and being just in there for a little bit as well. Like there's a lot of prep that goes into meetings when you're like meeting with, you know, folks from China or folks from like, yeah, like South America, because you know, photos or you know, like it's smiling. Uh, like sometimes it's considered offensive. Like there's just like weird or what we could consider like, weird over here to be offended by is just like completely normal over there so this is a, you're right the, the language element is always something that is more complex than we that we often let on yeah nope i agree Ains, you got real quiet so that that tells me you're up to no good no i don't have anything to really add there i think um 
I, I, I think what you may have accidentally touched on or touched on in a roundabout way there is, is just understanding uh, different cultures and different people and, you know, the, the, all of the nuances that go with those and not assuming, uh, and this is true for all of life, not just gaming, right? Not assuming that your perception or your perspective or your ways or the way you think about things is the definitive de facto way mm-hmm. starting at that place will uh, benefit you greatly. And the same is true all the way down to kind of the gaming area. And I think it goes back to what we were saying is I have said probably on the show, definitely on BigCast, that I genuinely nowadays at this point in my life don't enjoy Japanese role-playing games. And I again, it goes back to what I said. I think the people watching, because they know me well enough by now, know that I don't mean that in a way of anything against uh, Japanese people or their culture. In fact, I adore Japanese culture. It's just that the design elements that typically go into a Japanese role-playing game uh, are not the thing that uh, you know re- I really enjoy playing nowadays. That's nothing against the culture. There's just a, to Joe's original point, a lot of nuance and context. And the more educated you make yourself around different cultures and those uh, nuances and everything that go in with them, it will uh, benefit you in life. <laughs> now that we've we've preached our uh, our our life lesson for the past fifteen minutes, I like it. Yeah, well, yeah this makes me feel nice. Hey, does life all suck? <laughs> Uh, I don't play it. I don't know. I, don't know. I could. Tell, I mean, we know what Travis gave it. Uh, our reviewer Alex at SG gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, the and my stepson, if you don't know, is like a five thousand hour Destiny player. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've heard overwhelmingly from all the people I know that are Destiny diehards is the campaign was atrocious. It was some oh. of the worst writing that has been in Destiny since its launch in 2013. Um, oh, that wow, the, really. Yikes. Yes. In fact, Eric, Alex, everyone I know said there's a cutscene that is so bad in the game, it's hard to believe it's even real. Um, yeah, look this up. So there's that. But then I've heard that, you know, some of the gameplay elements they've added uh, with Lightfall were good and have improved the game. Uh, but it was apparently, from what I know, and someone, some Destiny fanatic is going to correct me, I'm sure. So I apologize if I get this wrong. Lightfall was originally meant to be the end of the Dark and Light saga. That's what I believe Travis told me. They mm-hmm. inserted this, and the end of the saga is now going to be next year in a mm-hmm. in a in the next expansion. So this ended up being kind of this like filler, filler. kind of yeah. not quite what it was supposed to originally be. And it feels like, from what Travis told me, like it's just not worthy of a full year of development. For mm. what you expect out of Destiny, and it's not nearly as good as Witch Queen, is what he said. Is what everyone okay. has told me. Yeah. I love seeing Travis punch back at people trashing <laughs> his review. And his just, one today uh, was epic. Oh my god, it, it's it's beautiful oh, to watch. Because oh, one so person's like, "Tell me you haven't beaten the 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 the, the raid. raid." Like, yeah, without telling me you beat the raid, and then Travis right underneath going, "And here's my receipt." <laughs> He's like, I beat it day one. Yeah, beat it day one. (laughs) Comma, bitch. (laughs) Again, it's, you know, it comes down to the basic things. Like, y'all, you don't have to like the review. It's fine to even be critical of it. But, like, you don't have to trash the guy, right? Like, you don't have to trash anybody. You could just go, ah, I, like, the Mandalorian episode three review. I didn't like it uh, from IGN. I'm not going to make a Twitter rant about how I didn't like it. (laughs) 
and how that person needs to buy a new TV. I'm not going to do that because <laughs> it's like their opinion, man. I, I yeah, I think it. that's fine. I, I say this, I know I've said this before here is for whatever reason, I don't know if it's social media or just the, 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 um, the culture we live in today, but it feels like people, and I've been guilty of this. You guys have been guilty of it. I, we probably all have, but they feel like they need to prove an opinion yes. and you can't prove opinions. I wish people would stop doing that. You don't need to go to someone who wrote a, uh, like I will go back to our old reliable joke. I love Biomutant, right? There's other people out there that gave it fives, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going into their thread and saying, you're an idiot and you don't get it. And, you know, it's just, okay, they didn't like it. It is what it is. Who cares? Mm-hmm. How does that affect your enjoyment of it? I don't it, know. It, it's like we have to justify. It, it's like we got to justify it with receipts of why we like a thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that thing, well, this is why you're wrong. Like, I, I, yes. I, I hate that mentality so much so. I had me too, I, and I've been rem- guilty of it, admittedly. Same, and I I think uh, it took it, it took liking the part of the DC universe and everybody crapping on it, and then it took things like Anthem and and other stuff that I liked that other people didn't, and then realizing and still struggling with, mind you, I don't have to. They don't have to like it for me to like it, but I yeah. will say I'm a lot happier when they're when we're both excited about something. You know, sure. and I, the DC universe is my example because like people are now excited about it again because of James Gunn. I'm really sick of seeing the Snyder stuff because I love Zack Snyder's version. And that's a, that's a polarizing viewpoint. Sure. But like, I don't need to keep seeing it. Like, I don't need to keep. I'm not angry. Like, yeah. I don't need to keep being You've angry. Let go of that part of your life. Like, yeah. yeah why why are you everybody. so angry? Look at him. He's so angry. <laughs> but but it comes with games, <laughs> too. Like, I like some games people don't like and vice versa. And when I let go, I have a lot more fun. I don't enjoy surrounding myself with people that are going to crap on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just not fun anymore. And it's, it's turned me away. I nearly quit content creation at one point. Cause I was like, this just sucks. Like, I don't want to defend why I happen to like Elden ring and not dark souls. Mm-hmm. I just do like, I, I have reasons, but like, are they good enough for you? I don't care anymore. Yeah. And, and to loop this back to the, your Travis comment, Travis, uh, Ty got Travis for anyone who's unsure, um, an excellent defender of his viewpoints, very well thought out. Um, and that, that is, he's the guy I bought the Adderall from, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but that's the skill that I'd like to see more people adopt. If they're going to try to have lambastic opinions, uh, I'll say this about Hogue, who, by the way, shout out to Hogue, wonderful fundraising you guys are doing on Bitcast. Um, it's really, really I wish you bring back the Herians. <laughs> that, that was fun. That was fun to I watch. I hated it. I hated it. Um, um, but, but no, I, but Hogue, I, yeah, Hogue, Hogue's doing fantastic. Yes. And I'm, and I'm happy to see it. But one thing about, about Hogue, Hogue, he has some very lambastic opinions as well. But oh, he has some time, terrible opinions. Terrible. Yeah, well, I'll say it. But, it. but he argues them eloquently. Yes. And I appreciate that. Like, I don't need to hear it every week. I don't need to hear this, but like I appreciate. I think he that. just said he doesn't listen to big cast. Damn it! Not every week. Um, <laughs> every I, was, week. Well, I was on a panel and Ains got mad at me. This is true. This is funny. He's like, he oh my god, Joe! He I couldn't he get a word it. in. Yeah. I couldn't get a he word in. He, he this really scarred him, didn't yeah. it? It did. Yeah. It really bothered me because like I wanted to participate, but Travis and Hogue, and I was just like. 
Oh boy, here we go. It was crazy. I was like, this is but I was also <laughs> impressed. I was also yeah. impressed because like they can go forever. Oh, they, and they could. just argue and go and like they're not they're like an old crazy. married couple. They yeah. are, they are. Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah. the best thing to do though, they're in a past episode. This is this is about everybody doing this, is just keep a full camp uh, like a separate screen on just Dan's face. He didn't know what's happening. <laughs> no, no. He's just, he's just like he takes it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. By the way, well, I love Pompa it. points out that Pompa points out that Elden Ring is the exception to this debate, and he's correct. If you don't that's like it. Elden Ring, you are demonstrably wrong. Oh, that's fair. That's the game. Yeah, yeah I'm bored you so well. Yeah. Ah, yeah. it's it's perfect. Yes, yeah. he's right. <laughs> no, it, it, uh, yeah. Uh, be nice to each other because burnout is real and there's so many people suffering from it behind yeah. the scenes and in front of y'all to go easy on people man it's just games yep. everything's gonna be yep. a-okay you know no, so luke, what luke and, likes crackdown okay. yeah luke likes luke likes poor games and that's okay yeah. um you know they're his he likes them cool yeah. yeah yeah i'm i'm really excited for ghostwire tokyo because have you be played it I've not played it yet. Um, I'm no, no. I liked it. I'm stoked to like play it. it. I'm excited that it's going to be an improved version. That's not a dig at anybody. That's just like, oh, that's what happens when you wait to play a game. That's true of everywhere. Um, stoked to play it. I'll play it after I play Resident Evil and Jedi, or in between the two. But Resident Evil, I'm I'm in. Um, stoked to play Ghostwire. Cool. Like really, I I I'd love to talk to Tango, uh, and just learn about their world. But it's like, a it's fine. a good game, man. I should not have been um, a fan like in the seven. Ghostwire looks great. Speak no, in, in fact, I think if more people were okay, if more people got away from anything under an eight is bad, I don't have time to play. I think uh, it would be a better place for everyone, honestly. What's I mean, the whole campaign of XCP this year is find the fun. And I and I mean that. Enjoy it. Movies, shows, games, whatever it is, find the fun. And if it's not fun, don't feel pressure to do it. I ruined my God of War 2 experience. Yeah. No, that was just God of War. Oh, it was a little slow. Relax. It was a little slow. It was a little slow. But trying relax. to rush it. You know? um, and I'm taking my like, Ragnarok is the last of us two of oh, you know uh, of that, that series. Oh, I, I would agree with that. Small violin but... I'm playing. Oh, really? <laughs> um, but that's what that is truly why I'm taking my time with Hi-Fi Rush, because I love that game. Yeah. But if I tried to play it too much, I'm not good enough at it to be thoroughly enjoying it you know i'm awful i'm awful at it i just and i come to like i come to terms i'm like bad at platforming and i'm bad at finding the rhythm in this game but damn it's a whole lot of fun so i'm gonna keep doing it it's funny you're bad at platforming by the way yeah. like because it wouldn't because you're so good I, mean, I hate i hate complimenting you Please. um he's so no, no, no. good at it. multiplayer shooters third person and first person it's absurd it how are you he's so bad at good. running and jumping he is he's not that he good is. um so you know um, hey, boys, as we wind down, you both done some pretty amazing stuff that we've alluded to uh, in your spaces. And uh, I think, uh, Ains, you should go first talking about what you guys have been doing at BitCast lately because it's been pretty darn impressive. And, Joe, you've done some pretty cool milestones as well. So, Ains, tell me what's going on at BitCast. You guys have done some special stuff. Um, yeah, God, it's been, what, three weeks since we talked? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so, uh, you know, BitCast, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern every Sunday. Um, with Hogue being out and recovering, he's just now starting to get back to content creation, which everyone watching this probably knows. Um, so we've we've honored him in a number of ways, but I had a few people in the community reach out to me to say, hey, Hogue's channel is just kind of floundering because 
he's not producing any content. And as all of us who are on YouTube know, the algorithm is a monster there. So um, basically what we decided to do is to simulcast a big cast every uh, Sunday now. So it's, it's live on SG and Hoax channel at the same time. And it's brought a lot of uh, awareness. One, it's helped his channel, you know, have a consistent flow of, um, of views again, or, you know, uh, sorry, it's my mind, man. Traction. Of, uh, engagement. Yeah. Traction, yeah. what have you. Um, <clears throat> but two, it's brought a lot of new people into kind of the SG fold. And we've gotten, I've gotten a lot of no, gotten to know a lot of new people who have been truly fantastic. He's really kind of, uh, curated a, a lovely audience over there and even though some of these people aren't like big gamers and they don't know all the ins and outs like we do um it's just a good time and we've had a lot of laughs and uh, a lot of fun with that show in the past uh, several weeks or so and then last week of course we did a a gaming trivia uh show for fun we had cog and colin moriarty come on with us and um you know i dressed up like a 70s weirdo game show host and we had a lot of fun with it and we raised i want to say we raised over like somewhere in the neighborhood of over $2,000 in an hour. Nice. Um, and uh, it was just fantastic, man. A lot of support for Hoag. He joined us the whole time. He had a lot of laughs. And so many people reached out and just said, it was awesome to see Hoag not only doing a show, but laughing and having a good time, you know, like yeah. taking his mind off of the struggles for uh, for at least a little bit. So anyway, um, yeah, it's been it's been bonkers, dude. The big cast numbers right now are, are so high. They're almost kind of unfathomable. And SG itself, separately from from that like the sg channels popping off too and things are good things are really good so um yeah you're already on the sg channel if you're you're new here please obviously subscribe check these guys out they'll tell you about where you can find them of course and uh you know stay tuned we've got we've always got cool stuff coming luke mentioned e3 so we're we're kind of making plans in the background for that uh i'm actually speaking with a um a developer over at respawn uh next week I'm very excited about that. Been putting that together for a long time. I'm happy to to finally do it. Uh, a lot of things I want to touch on there. Stuff on Halo, of course, because you know me. Statues everywhere. So uh, just a lot of good stuff. And I'll stop rambling now. What are you gonna ask Vince about Titanfall Three? <laughs> it's not Vince. <laughs> the way you said it, you made it sound like it was Vince. <laughs> yeah. I said a developer at Respawn. He's the head of Respawn. No. Same. Yeah. Uh, I would ask him about Titanfall 3, though. I wouldn't be shy. I'd be like, yeah. come on, Vince. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Vincey Poo. Let's do Vincey. it. Vincey Baby. Come it's on. Right there. But oh, you want to talk about what I've been doing now? Oh, huh? and by the way, Travis got one point in the gaming trivia, and everyone should make fun of him for that. Oh wait, was Dan not last? Dan was not Travis was last by a mile. That like, is hilarious. <laughs> you, that makes me really happy. And I don't think it's fair that to him that it makes me happy. He's never been anything all, but and kind of to all me. things. Of all things, he got one point. And the one question he got right, I don't know if either of you watched it. So if you no, did, just say it. The the question was Xbox the original Xbox was is widely known as having the first internal hard drive, right? But it is not the first system that you could have internal memory to save games on. What was? Saturn. It's not even multiple choice. Like, yeah. and he got it right. That was the one he got right. Saturn. I watched that part. Saturn. Yes, yeah, I watched nice. that. I saw that part. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I suck at trivia, so I would have been zero. That's for sure. <laughs> 
No, yeah, the last few weeks, man, uh, it's okay. been pretty, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty good over at the Trophy Room. Uh, we've done a lot of interviews uh, with the likes of Jane Perry, the voice of Celine in Returnal, and uh, Dana yes. Burnwood from uh, Hitman. Uh, you know, we we had uh, Danielle Bisotti on, the voice of Freya. Um, we had developers like uh, the Moss devs and Demio devs on the show talking about VR. We're working on more of those interviews and bringing more guests of that caliber on the show, and things are in the works. I'm really excited for what is in the near future for the Trophy Room because things are things are moving, things are moving in uh, in, in in great directions. That said, uh, this week we had Captain Logan on because Kyle was sick with a stomach bug. Spoiler alert: it's coming out both ends, uh, and we <laughs> we had a great conversation about the silly PS5 rumors, Horizon uh, uh, burning shores, you know where yeah. Naughty Dogs going next, all that fun stuff over at the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Make sure you check that out each and every Thursday, whether it's the VOD version, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. This is the last week where you could drop us a five star review over on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify to be entered into our Resident Evil 4 remake giveaway that we'll be announcing the winner on March 22nd. So make sure you go on over to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, Spotify, rate us five stars, and make sure you add us with a screenshot of the Spotify review uh, because Spotify doesn't let us know who's reviewing them. So please do that. Enter you in to win. And guys, we are less than 100 reviews away uh, to break a worldwide a thousand reviews across Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so it really would mean a lot, a lot, the world to me. All that jazz. Head on over there and do those things. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, and bud. Of, <laughs> and of course, you guys can find the Xbox expansion. What can I find them? <laughs> you got a face on real red there. <laughs> That's a good voice, though. I, I like it. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> Damn it. I've been working on a Mike Lindell one. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm still workshopping it. If you find Luke Law over the Xbox, don't you pass? All right. All right <laughs> like all right. that, you know? Um, Really and truly, guys, I'd love for you to check out XCP, the Xbox Expansion Pass. I host it over there with my buddy, Captain Logan, uh, who is not switching co-hosts with Joe. That's not happening. Uh, I forbade it. Uh, But uh, XCP has been doing pretty darn well this year as well. We've done eight developer interviews, uh, several Xbox exclusives, uh, and a few of them have caught some traction. Uh, This last one, the Valheim uh, Valheim. Uh, just launching the game preview. I had an interview go up with them on the day that it came out. That's the second time this year. Third time this year, uh, I've had a developer go up, a developer interview go up the day that it came out, which is pretty cool because nice. that's not as easy to do as you might think. Um, stuff in the hopper. I also launched my Patreon. Two Patreon well, don't shows. Be, don't be shy about it. That interview landed on literally everywhere. My friend. Which one? The Valheim, Valheim. interview. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. That was pretty cool. Seeing yeah, it, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks. It would have been on was... season gaming if I had a working computer at the time, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we had no content for like two days. <laughs> but you congrats your team to step it up. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Yes. Um it's it's always cool when that happens. And I expect them to slow down a little bit because of GDC. Um sure. so I expect you know, the, it, interviewing devs is an ebb and flow. Um, and so sometimes there's a lot all at once, and sometimes it, it takes a bit, but I've got a few in the hopper. Um 
that uh, I'm pretty proud of that that are looking close to happening. Uh, and that's kind of cool. And so if you give if you're if you're interested, give XCP a shot. I'd love to have you guys over there. Um, and my next my next Patreon show is going to have uh, David Whitaker from Level One Gaming on. I'm really excited about that. That's there you cool. go. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we got a quick super chat from Mr. Mariano Pampa, who decided to promote the HCS tournament that's going on right now, the Halo Championship Series. He said, $2 super chat. Grand Finals up now, G1 versus Native Red. And I will tell you that Native Red is going to win. Are there uh, Twitch drops? Enabled? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I uh, hear about. Not, no, because this is, um, this is uh, it's done through a partner channel. It's not uh, Halo. Halo. Okay. And what are we doing? Fair enough. Enough. Yeah. Getting better at your game, man. Refining your game. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> All right. So this is where I. Uh, this is where I. This is where we keep. Gotcha. The Adderall ran out. Everybody, keep, keep, uh, keep, 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 keep casting it, keep casting it, cool.